Grace, mercy, and peace be to you from God our Father and from our Lord Jesus, who is the Christ. The text for the sermon today is taken from Ephesians as it was read, uh, especially verse 19, and to know this love that surpasses knowledge. It's great to see such diversity at this seminary. When I graduated, it didn't quite look as colorful as it does today. I think the founders of this seminary would have been very surprised uh, to, uh, to see the, the Africans and the Asians, uh, uh, Hispanics, all part of this graduating class. And, and then I think they'd be even more surprised to uh, have an Italian preaching this morning. <laughs> you don't know what you don't know. It sounds like something that maybe Yogi Berra uh, might have said, but actually it was said by the Secretary of Defense, uh, Donald Rumsfeld. Donald Rumsfeld was Secretary of Defense in 2002, and he said this during the war in Afghanistan, before the war in Iraq uh, began. He said about war, the most difficult part of fighting a war is that you don't know what you don't know. It turned out there was a lot Donald Rumsfeld didn't know. We're fighting a war, a war that is longer than the, the longest war that America has ever fought. It's the war that this seminary has been preparing you EIIT students to fight. It's the war against the devil, the world, and our flesh. You spent years getting ready to fight in this war. But let me tell you, there are some things you don't know that you don't know. That was true for me uh, just before I graduated from uh, this seminary. A professor told our class that one of the things that it might be nice to do when you got into your new ministry was to uh, make an appointment and, and go see the mayor of the city where you were serving. And I, uh, so I did that. I thought it was a good idea. And after a, a couple of months, I called up and, and uh, made an appointment to see the, uh, the mayor. I thought he'd be eager to hear from this, uh, this new student that had graduated from the seminary and had come to his town to be a minister. We had a good conversation. But as we talked, I noticed that on his wall, there was a large map. And some of the areas of the map were in green and some were in red. And I noticed that our church was colored in red. As I was leaving, I asked the, the friendly mayor about that map. What was that all about? And he, he told me that in Orange, New Jersey, he believed that there were just too many tax-free organizations in his city. He had identified them in the color red on his map. And it was his goal that before his term was up to do away with as many of them as he could. The mayor didn't know what he didn't know. The mayor didn't know that Redeemer Lutheran Church was providing a a place for a ministry to lonely people in senior citizen high-rise housing and a summer program for children that kept them off the streets and, a, and a, a, a grocery cupboard for people in the community that were hungry. 
and marriages that we were holding together with prayer. The worst part was the, the mayor didn't know that he didn't know. There was another young man just starting out in ministry. He was filled with knowledge. He was on the fast track. He was going to be, he was filled with knowledge and he was going to be a seminary professor or at least a district president. At worst, a synodical official. But he didn't know what he didn't know. His name was Saul. And God stopped him in his tracks on the road to Damascus. He is the author of today's text, a letter to the Ephesians, a congregation that was divided along ethnic lines. The Christians in Ephesus knew a lot about their faith, but they were broken by the hostility, the division, self-interest. Each side knew a lot, but Paul was pleading with them to know the love that surpasses knowledge. We in the Lutheran Church, Missouri Synod could use some of that. This love that surpasses knowledge is a real challenge, especially for pastors. How do you continue to love somebody when you know the, their sins, know their sexual misconducts, know their alcoholism, know their adultery, know their gossip, know their pride, when they keep right on sinning and then keep coming back and asking the pastor to forgive them, it would be so much easier to love them not knowing. It took the church in Jerusalem years before they could fully trust Saul, and, when, and more than 10 years before Barnabas could invite him to Antioch to join in public ministry. Would you have trusted such a man? Many in America do not trust refugees. They do not trust immigrants. This church and this seminary see things differently. They see you EIIT uh, graduates, students, that, as gifts that God is giving to his church in North America. They see you as missionaries to America. We understand that mission has both a centrifugal and a centripetal force, the centrifugal force that sends missionaries out to other parts of the world, but the centripetal force where God is sending people to this country so that they can hear the gospel here because they couldn't hear it in their home countries. How, why else would God be sending so many Muslims, Buddhists, and Hindus to America. And to meet that need, God is also sending his church talented, courageous, faith-filled people to be missionaries to America. People and missionaries like Johannes Mengestab. Now, some of you know Reverend uh, Mengestab, but did you know that before coming to the United States, that uh, Johannes had been a communist soldier fighting in a communist war of liberation in Eritrea. Mission Nation Publishing Company is, is publishing his biography. 
As a young man, he had tossed away any faith that he had had in God. But then he started to have doubts. And when he was wounded in, uh, the, in, in a battle and had to be evacuated from the fighting, he made his way to a refugee camp in the Sudan. And in that refugee camp in the Sudan, Swedish Lutheran missionaries showed Johannes the love of Jesus. They offered him forgiveness. And then they recruited him to be an evangelist in the refugee camp. The rest, as they say, is history. Johannes came to America as a refugee. With the help of Lutherans in New York City, he attended Concordia, New York, graduated from there, came to this seminary, graduated from here, became a pastor in the Lutheran Church, Missouri Synod, and then a missionary, a missionary in the Southeastern District, where he started six African immigrant congregations before becoming the director of all new church starts in the Lutheran Church, Missouri Synod. And under his leadership, working with this seminary, the EIIT program was started. You don't know what you don't know. We do know who are receiving calls today, <clears throat> excuse me, that you who are receiving calls today, we do know that you are gifts from God. But many still don't know that. And the worst thing is they don't know they don't know it. They don't know the love that surpasses knowledge. If they did, they would look beyond the color of skin, beyond the accent, beyond the poverty, and they would see the faith, the courage, the talent, the missionaries that God is giving to America. What about all of you? As a missionary, as a deaconess, as, as pastors, you will hear the deepest, darkest secrets of the lives of your people. You will know the sins that keep them awake at night. Their sins may keep you awake at night. And you will have to love them, to love them with the love that surpasses knowledge. And from experience, I can tell you that will not always be possible. Your love is a human love. Your love and my love has limits. The secret, or as Paul says in Ephesians 3, the mystery, the way to know the love that passes knowledge is to know Christ. I'm thankful to be able to tell you that this seminary is where I came to know the Lord. And it was in a Greek class. I came to this seminary with a lot of book knowledge, but I did not know Jesus. My second year of seminary, I was in a Greek class with Red Fred Danker. We were translating Paul's letter to the Romans. Red Fred was tough. He assigned us a commentary on Romans that was written in German. 
When we came to Romans 19 and following, I was stopped in my tracks. Forgive me if I don't get this as an exact translation, but this is how I remembered translating that text. God's way of putting people right with himself has now been revealed, and it has nothing to do with the law. The law and the prophets give their witness to it, but God puts people right through their faith in Jesus Christ. God's love surpassed his knowledge. Jesus died on the cross knowing my shortcomings, knowing your shortcomings and sins. And at baptism, he covered all of them with his surpassing love. He is the one who has knowledge of every sexual mistake, every time we've cheated, every failure, every lie, every time we've stolen or killed. He knows those times we failed to love and failed to forgive. His knowledge of you and me is complete, and still he loves us. His love surpasses his knowledge. I believe that when I read that text, Romans 3, 19 and following, that I experienced what Paul talks about in Ephesians 3, 16 to 19, the text today. I pray that Christ may dwell in your hearts through faith. And I pray that you, being rooted and established in love, may have power together with all the saints to grasp how wide and long and high and deep is his love for us and to know this love that surpasses knowledge. Brothers and sisters who are receiving calls in the EIIT class, please know this is the power that you have. It's the only power that the church has. That is what St. Paul learned. That's what Paul's tried so hard to communicate in his life and in his letters. This is what I learned in Greek class. This is the power you have as you go out to publicly declare Christ through word and sacraments. You've had a top flight education from one of the most honored and respected seminaries in the world. But you are never going to know everything, and there are some things you don't know. You don't know, but you know Jesus. You know his love that surpasses knowledge. That is the love that led you here. That is the love that will sustain you wherever you go. <clears throat> and that, is all you need to know. Knowing and believing this, may the peace of God that passes all understanding keep your hearts and minds through faith in Christ Jesus, now and into eternal life.